Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. You're watching The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. That's now, hold right. on. I'm super excited for this one. Yes. Because my girl SZA is here. The side chick zigzags in the <gasps> law. That's her Oh, my name. God. It's so crazy. <laughs> SZA. First of all, into the mic, I know exactly what you're talking about. Into There's the a couple mic. of them. The whole album. No, just one. A lot of the album. Just one. First off, mm-hmm. have you never had a side chick? Of course. What are you talking about? I've had a few. Also, did she know that she was a side chick? Yes. Okay, that's a different thing. That's not true. No, no, no. Did they all know they were side chicks? Aren't you married? Yeah, now. What are you talking about? I've been alive a long time. I'm sorry. Go ahead. But, you know, I I, I, I listen to the album, and I feel like the album represents for the girl who is dating a guy who has another girl. But like most side chicks do, they catch feelings. And what's And then they want to be the main girl. You talking about Weekend? The Weekend. The Weekend's on there, yeah. What else? So, um... Mm-hmm. What was the other record? I don't remember the names of it. That's it. That's yeah. the only one. No, it seemed like it's more than that. And it, it seems like you connected to that because that's the life you live in. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
I'm not gonna lie though, the weekend is a, is a standout song on there though. Thank it is. You. Like I really did. I was listening to it and I really loved it, and I was tweeting about it, and now I'm doing a side chick playlist for title because of the song. Wait, can I explain this real quick? Mm-hmm. Yes, please. Hey, one. So it's more so. I think side chick is a male. Scissor, you have to put your lips on the mic. I told you this last time. Um, I don't recall. <laughs> Thank you, Angela. Um, there you go. We're just here. This is a nice distance. Yes. Um, I feel like it's a male, it's a male bread term where it's like, what I'm actually saying in the song is my man is your man. Mm-hmm. Like we all share the same dude. Saying that I'm aware. I don't care. I'm not trying to like. I don't need to be his girl. Like, not even saying that you're his girl. Saying that none of us are his girl. All of us are just out here trying to get different things for different reasons. And my particular reason is. Just get here and do what you said you was going to do. You just want some penis on Friday and Saturday. On this particular song. Right. (laughs) All weekend. (laughs) On this particular song. It's the best part of the week. And And for the record, this this is like, it's more, um, I think it's like taking the power back. Mm Because it's like, women just are supposed to do something but like cry and feel weird and like, oh my God, like I don't have no nigga. Like he's not my man. I have several. It's just, it doesn't matter. Just enjoy your life. Focus on what's important to you. If you want to kick it with the nigga, kick it with him. If you don't, move on. Like, it's right. not a big, it doesn't have to be a thing. So it's not about pickings being slim out here it's when just, it comes to men. It's just about comfortability. It's just about, like, being confident in yourself. Because if you, I think most men don't tell women you're not my only one. Oh, no, that's how you get in trouble. You got to be honest from up top. I think you have a rare knack for honesty. Mm-hmm. I think most men do not possess that. Not even most men, just human beings in general, like, I would be scared and nervous to admit the things that I feel out loud, maybe in a one-on-one room, like with a dude, but on wax, it's a lot different. Like I can come clean about all kind of things. So I don't men, know, it's like that. Same men kind of have a don't ask, don't tell policy. Hell right. no, man, if you, you don't, If you don't ask them, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> well, she was telling me a story. No, I'm saying if, if you don't ask them a specific question, they're not gonna volunteer information. I'm telling you off top, I got a woman. I've been with my woman 19 years. I'm letting oh you God. know from the start. I mean, used to. Used to, yes. <laughs> I'm letting you, you know this? from the beginning. But I feel like if, like for certain people, like people will be like, well, you didn't ask him if he had kids? You didn't ask him if he was married? How do like, you hide your kids? You can't hide your kids. You shouldn't even give pussy to a man that hides his kids. people just don't tell you. Have you ever had a guy not tell you he had kids or not tell I'm you? I low-key don't feel like I have dated enough dudes with kids. Mm-hmm. I've maybe dated like one dude with kids mm-hmm. and I don't know like it was very I love kids so I'm not the person that you have to hide kids from I'm always just like let's all play like let's all go somewhere but I don't know no if After a man if, if a man's hiding his kids from you and you find out you gotta stop giving them pussy immediately absolutely you need to stop like, talking like, to him piece of shit. it's over I agree after this album right I listened to the album I felt like I, you needed a hug. Like you feel Oh like no. You got, who hurt Sizzle? Yeah, I feel like you got so much on No, seriously, who hurt Sizzle, man? I was like, I gotta give her off. Four years oh. worth of niggas. <laughs> no, I just um, oh, I just <laughs> I'm exasperated. No, um, I just it's really just I never really talked about like relationships in a direct way. I'm we used to be very metaphorical, very figurative, very mm-hmm. like, um, and also just kind of scared, like, to talk about the way I felt in a literal way or, like, very directly. And I think all these relationships that I'm talking about are over. Did so, you feel like you needed a man for approval? Because in some of the songs, it felt like you were looking for approval. Like super Like, my ass, say my ass looks bigger, you know? Yes. Like you I think approval. all women are. It's, I think from the person that, it's like it's weird. You could be this hella confident person, but if the one person that you want to find you beautiful doesn't find you beautiful, 
it kind of doesn't mean anything. Mm. Like it just negates all these things, even though all these things are still true. Like you're still beautiful, you're still gnarly. Like, so I basically took this idea of, you know, when you want a man, he's unattainable. Like you want his attention, you want his favor, you want, you want to be the apex of his taste level. Like all these things. So it's just a natural feeling. It's like, um, I've been thick, I've been thin, I've had ass, I've lost ass, and I've felt like insecure in the process of losing weight and losing booty, but like, you love me and you're my friend, so mm -hmm. like lie to me for today, and then tomorrow you can come clean and be like, okay, but for real. Did you have a guy that was like all into you when you was like bigger? And like, yes. he, was, like he was kind of making you feel <clears throat> bad about being bigger, but then when you lost the weight, he still tried to like play mind games with you? No, no, I actually, uh, I am blessed to have dealt with real niggas. Like, I don't really deal with niggas who talk to me like that. Like, I don't, that's crazy. Like, when I was bigger, I was actually mad at my man because he didn't tell me. That I was, I was like, what? Yeah. How did you miss that? Like, but it's more so. But he loved you regardless. He didn't care exactly. how big you were. And that was the key. And I think um, that's just the bottom line. And I was more so focused on, like, being happy and, like, being in the situation. It's more so the way you see yourself. Because, you know, we don't see the world as it is. We see it as we are. So. Mm -hmm. I felt fat, I felt ugly, I felt undeserving, so I would look for things and like probably like dig in places that there weren't any things to be, you know, to be dug. Up. So what happened to him? I don't know. The 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 record uh So you don't what, know. What song on the album is about that guy? <laughs> I know all of them. Um <laughs> no, uh Um I don't know, maybe Gogina. Maybe Gogina. I think my dumb ass listened to that record three times last night because I was trying to figure out if it was about Martin. Oh my God, I love, first of all, yes, kind of. Okay. <laughs> Yo, um, it's more so like Gino is always like the semi-corporate kind of stuck up, but also really beautiful and like has a sense of humor. But she looked like she, if she lived like Pam, she might have more fun. Got so it's you. like, you might just like, just go get some get right. Like, go Gina, like do you live your life and like don't be afraid to be crazy. Like remember that time that Martin came to that party? The hotel party, and he thought it was like a real, like a corporate trip that yeah, you know, Pam yeah, went on, yeah, and he yeah, thought it was yeah, gonna be like yeah, a real yeah. shindig. Like, <laughs> if that was the energy, like if she just played more, if she was just like let go, like, yeah. I see what you're saying. On on the record, anything. That's an interesting interesting record too. Oh my God, we're like really talking about my album. That's crazy. All right, the album. But first of all, it's, the album's dope. Thank it's you. Like really dope. From you, that means a lot. No, it's really dope. Thank you. But you, you keep repeating. Do you even know I'm alive? Yeah. It sounds like you're trying to get someone's attention. Yeah, so I feel like. See, that's why I said you needed a hug, man. Hey, and all these songs. That record was so like this, this real. Album, like... This album is like a release. It's like a release from, I'm, over the last four years, I haven't been just doing music. I've been burying friends, family, like burying family members, burying weight, the way I feel about myself, the mm -hmm. way I feel about the world, the way I feel about God, the way I process information, like. I've just been growing as a human being and I didn't even realize that I was just like kind of in a box. Like I didn't really, I was missing a lot of worlds mm -hmm. going on. So I think singing from my perspective of the world where it's like, I don't know, I, I, I felt like trapped in myself and then around my friends and then around like guys. Like I just, I couldn't explain it. It was weird. It was like I felt very invisible around very many people. So that's why you said, do you even know I'm alive? So you're talking to a whole bunch of people. Talking to myself. Got you, got talking, you, got you. I'm, I'm, it's like, a lot of this, most of this album is me talking to me. So if I'm talking about saying like, even 
for the weekend. Like a lot of these things have dual meanings. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm singing from the girlfriend and from the other perspective. Like I've been the girlfriend that didn't know, and I've been the girl that didn't know that you had a girlfriend. Mm. So it's like, I, I don't know. It's like you just gotta sing from different points of view, like from your where your mind is at. Like different I'm sure experiences been, you had. Exactly. Like the top dog entertainment have anything to do with that? What you feeling like you're not alive because they wouldn't give you a release date? Oh my God, no. Okay. So T D is very you did wake up one day and kinda of bug out on him just a little bit. <laughs> I did. Yeah. What happened? Explain. I did. She just woke up one day and was like, yeah. I don't know if you said you wanted off the label or you like, when's my album coming out? Like, it was nighttime. Yeah. I was up all day. But you know, I was <laughs> I, I was conscious. I made re- I made a full blown decision. How soon did you regret that? What what drove you to that? Um I'm just hella childish. And I think <laughs> when I just get caught up in some shit, like depending on what it is, like I don't know. Like, I just felt very overwhelmed. I felt like the pressure. It's like halfway through, I felt like people were expecting something from me. And I was like, I don't know how to meet expectations. Like, I'm just a human being that's like borderline, not even sure if this is a hobby or not. Like, mm-hmm. really? And then cause I, I was, I felt, I just felt like a lot of pressure. And I just felt like I didn't know what to do. And then Punch is very like um, stoic, like very chill, but hyper chill. So we're like, and I ask a lot of questions. So if I'm like, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And he's just like, after like the fourth question, his answer is just, I don't know. They just turn into that. So I'm asking him questions about my album. He's and I'm still like, saying, I don't know. I'm like, how you, when it's I'm coming like, out, I don't know. I'm like, how you feel about the album? How you feel about this song? Know. Do you think this song is strong enough? Do you think I should get rid of this song? It's and Kendrick, he, though. Yo. <laughs> at everybody. Wait, no, but it's like, I'm like, yo. I'm like, I need answers. I need to figure out, like, where am I? Like, how do you feel? And he just wouldn't answer me. And I just, and that was also the day I, uh, I watched somebody like pass away for the first time. It was really crazy. So you emotional that day? I was hella emotional. I was hella over it. And then I'm also a Scorpio, which should just like just add oh. that shit so up. So who called you general. first after you put that out there? Who was the first call that you got? Oh. That's how I think nobody even called me because I think they were just like, <laughs> they, they were just like, they were like, no, like, Do you even know but I'm also like, but also I'm like, is she, is she wilding? Like, is she okay? Or I think everyone just assumed that I was wilding. I was gonna be fine. But Nobody hit you. I talked, of course, top. Like oh. outside of the obvious, like right. I spoke okay. to top. I spoke to Dot. I spoke to Punch that night, and I, I don't know. I think they didn't even say anything. They just listened to me. Right. right. And that's all you need sometimes. Somebody to listen. Yeah. Now think about when you first signed to TDE and how you are now. Yeah. There was a lot of artist development for you. So what does artist development actually mean? I mean, it means to there me you go. that like Tell you, truth, you put out, you put out. No, artist. I really don't know. I've yeah. always wanted to know. But I feel like I can ask you because it's right. <laughs> you know, because like even just the way that you dress, the way that you present yourself, the confidence that you have now. I'm low key also very nervous. Right. However, no, because when I, when I, I first met you, that. you got to think like you probably had no idea what it was that you really were gonna put out, like just even your music from early on and how it progressed to now you being able to open up and be honest about your experiences. Like at this table with y'all again. I just thought that was like, I don't know, I just didn't, I don't know. But that's artist development, even just writing for other people. I don't agree with that. I think you just grow grow as a human being. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think think anybody at TDE could teach you how to be a woman. No, 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 not that they teach you, but I think sometimes people want to sign people that they're ready to put out right now. They already have everything ready. And for you, it was more like you discovering yourself, and Mm -hmm. people need time to do that. And it is time to grow. I commend my label because they didn't know that I needed time to do that. Mm Mm-hmm. They definitely thought <laughs> that I came. Talent. Yeah, we were raw, raw. <laughs> Like, they didn't know that I needed time to, like, build all that. They just supported me the way I was. And even when I gained weight and lost weight and 
Stop lotioning and started lotioning. What? And like, <laughs> just had to comb my hair. I'm not combing my hair. What? I'm getting braces. I'm not getting braces. Like, just went through mad different phases of wilding out. Like, yeah. just being me. Mm-hmm. And I think they just supported me every time. When I wanted to start a whole new sound for the album, right. Punch was just like, okay, let's find out the studio. Because some labels will just drop you if it doesn't work out right away. No, no. I, and it was, they were so like, literally like, me wilding out on Twitter and like, bring a brat will get me dropped quicker than... Wilding out, looking crazy in the world, or needing artist development, like they I'm respect honest, me for who I am. I'm not giving you a release date neither. If you're an ashy woman, why? Like you can you can, you can put right up with now. some ashy niggas, but a girl cannot be sitting in the studio. Ashy. You're crazy. Well, well, now, well, she, well, now she exfoliates and she does. I like, do exfoliate a little bit. What made you not want to use lotion? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I don't, I don't want to. It's just like it's, it's like an extra she, five whole minutes. For real, but no, it's just, just lotion. If I, well, I now use body oil and hemp oil and coconut oil and lots of oils and shea butter, <laughs> but not still not every day. Like I can't. It's still like a task. Like it takes like five whole minutes <laughs> to get your whole body. Because it, first of all, okay. This is funny. If you think about humectants and the way that those work, you got a lotion while you wet, mm-hmm. so that you like keep the moisture in. Right. But it's like now I got to air dry, and it's like this is now fifteen minutes into my I gotta go. So now I'm not lotioning. Well, I'm here. that from a woman. You know women have to take a little bit of extra time to get ready. No. No, if I was 15 minutes late, you would you would say. I'd rather you put take the time to put lotion on your elbows. I'm unlotioning. I'm <laughs> on time. Now let's talk, let's talk about the sound of this album. You said you changed the sound of this album. And listen to did the I? album. There's nothing like this album out that I've heard in, in a while. Oh so why did you, what made you change the sound of the album and, and why? <laughs> um... I don't think I consciously changed the sound. I think I just didn't know what my sound was. Like I didn't know who I was and or what I wanted to make sonically or what I was trying to achieve or what I was attracted to sonically. Like I think music was like a separate entity and then I was just over here being me, but I didn't know how to conjoin the two or like merge me into the way that I process music. So me singing in falsetto and whispering and being hella metaphorical and dealing with reverb, like I don't have any introduction to music. So if all I know is plugins and like, let's just put 13 of them hoes on there and turn all these backgrounds up and like, it's a song, like that's all I knew. So now learning about songs and like, when you turn down all the reverb and all the plugins and all the stacks and all these things, like you left just with your voice and your thoughts. And then now you kind of have to say something. You don't have to say anything, but you have to mean it. <laughs> so mm-hmm. the easiest thing to say is the truth. Yeah. On Supermodel, you said you've Supermodel's been. Dope. You said you've Thank been you. secretly banging your dude's homeboy oh my God, on not Valentine's the interview Day. Interview that I was supposed to. First of all, I was supposed to go through all these songs in a very tender, safe space. Right. Safe space. <laughs> and now I feel, I feel attacked. No, we really <laughs> I, I, I did not. I, I'm not I didn't come up with any with any the, explanation. I respect the honesty. I respect the truthfulness. No, I'm, I'm not judging. judging. I don't feel attacked. I, I wrote the. But you said you've been secretly banging your dude's yeah. homeboy. It's yeah. a true story? It on is a true Valentine's story. Day? Oh it was. It wasn't. It, don't, I, it happened once. <laughs> I hope so. Tell it, you got to tell this story. He had an orgy in Vegas. And his mans called me and told me. So his that man they were was having, hating on him. Kind of. I don't know if his man was hating on him as much as his man was comfortable with me. Like, I was friends with his friends. Like, his friends were like my son. No, that's foul. So they so they felt like, but they told me on some Wait, like. Did you say his friends were like your son? Yes. It was like an accident. Like, because you know, it was like, if you like, if <laughs> I'm nurturing, right? Hold on, Hold on now. So your, home, your man's homeboy called you to tell you that your man was having a But it orgy, didn't come out like that. And you rewarded him with pussy? No, 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 no. Oh, so that's not who that's not who she slept with. Ew, oh, that would be so terrible. He was in okay. he was in Vegas doing that and you were home. No, oh my god. Wait. So what, so it was another guy. You Wait, saw... you have to clean my character first. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. 
I did, I did not sleep with the boy that told me. Did you sleep with the snitch? Right. Okay. He's, he's foul. You shouldn't trust him. Oh. No, In he, hindsight, I'm pretty sure I can't trust any of them. And he told on him, you can't trust. So you can't trust none of them. So who'd you sleep with? That's kind of the bottom line. Right, that's where I, line yeah, that's true, all of them can't too. be trusted. That was so it was this boy that I just like a, a boy that I liked and I've been seeing and we had like been kind of talking and like. I wasn't giving him any play because I liked my boyfriend. Right. And <laughs> As you should, right? I wanted him to like me. And then he just didn't, on Valentine's Day, he like aimed me with a <laughs> It was crazy. He aimed me, he didn't call me, didn't text me. He aimed me on top of the orgy phone call. Oh, so you was from like. From the night pop. So I'm just like, I'm so bored. Like, you use aim anymore. <laughs> it was crazy. Well, this was back in the, this is all uh, old also too. Like, right. Yeah, of course. In so, the words of Ghostface, you don't get a man back like that though. Like you can't sleep oh, with I know better. Man I, it wasn't then, intentional. Yeah. It was just now. It's, this happened. The song, the song is more intentional than the action. Right. You were the song is also like exactly. I was mad as hell on some Scorpio shit mm -hmm. quite long ago. Mm -hmm. I would never wish that on me. Did you tell him? Did you tell the guy? No, but y'all just did. So Damn. oh, so he there don't even know about this. The album's not out yet. First of all, <laughs> most of the people that I've dated are so arrogant. They would never even assume that this is about them. They'd be like. This they, must be about something. No, they're so arrogant they're going to think it is about them. No, Jeez. absolutely not. They'd be like, I know she ain't talking about me because she would never trip on me like that or whatever. Now, so. the dude who smashed on Valentine's, they definitely going to say something. He's the most arrogant. He'll be like, I wonder when they got Who that? Like, <laughs> I wonder. Like, <laughs> It's definitely, and that's it, I'm sure. Now, now, you start off Dove in the Wind. That's the record with Kendrick, right? Correct. That's, you started off by saying, niggas do not deserve pussy. You said real niggas. Right. She's a real, real niggas, niggas, niggas pussy. don't deserve pussy. I call that song the pussy song. There's so much pussy. In Everyone that song. calls it the pussy song. What does it, that mean? He though? put way more pussy in it than I did. I, it was like they get the whole box. It was mild mm -hmm. before he came. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what does that mean? Real niggas don't deserve pussy. Um. So the next sentence is meaning it's more you see right through walls. Ain't talking about pussy. So saying like meaning you deserve more. Pussy is a. It's connected to me. It's a thing. There's a lot more that I can give you besides pussy oh. that can build you. And that can... Okay. All they hear is pussy. And they can't have none. So it's like... not real. I need to understand. That's what I was like. That's another one I kept rewinding. I'm like, what is she trying to say? Meaning it's more you see right through walls. So seeing through my walls, like the... My the walls that I put up, like emotional walls, mental walls, emotional issues I don't even know I have that you be putting up with. But pussy's also involved. But that's what happens when you give the pussy first, <laughs> though. Part of it. When, yeah. Gotcha. When you give the pussy first and don't give a guy a chance to know you, right? then all he sees is the pussy in the beginning. It's kind of hard to go backwards. Can I stop saying that word so we can play the yeah, game? So oh, my right. bad. Well, vagina. Uh, it's kind of hard to go backwards. You know what I'm saying? Like, once I hit, then you want me to get to know you? Right. Yeah. It happens all the time. That would John right. work for John I mean, yeah. Well, he married her off the top. All right, now, let me, what was it like meeting RZA? I love RZA. I love his turtlenecks. Wonderful <laughs> turtlenecks. Um, he's very, <laughs> he's exactly, he's like a character, like a movie character. He's brilliant. He's like, he's got hella different facets. He's multifaceted as fuck and in a way that you can like quantify. So like if you be like, yo, can I get some Bobby Digital plus like today's math plus a little bit, he'd be like, okay. And then Ooh, like go into this. Yeah. And he'll just go off into that. And then like, but he's also like very warm and like, mm -hmm. Nostalgically parental, it's weird. Were you a Wu Tang fan? Cause you're young, like you didn't. My sister was a heavy Wu Tang fan, okay. and I just caught the the win. Basically, my sister is like my introduction to every sound, like mm -hmm. cause she used to listen to Tupac and Wu Tang and Lil Jon, like Bone Crush, just a lot of aggressive music. And this was in New Jersey. She's from California, okay. but she moved to New Jersey, so she's taking all her like West Coast influences and bringing them where I live. Mm -hmm. 
and I don't know, like when I eavesdrop and see what I can see and just take whatever I can, I just get like, I'm very easily obsessed. Mm-hmm. So I just, Wu was very like cool to me. They were so dirty. Is that, why you call yourself, is that why you call yourself the scissor? Well, that was actually, I feel like that kind of, um, it's weird, like how things kind of fold into each other and then just start to make sense. It kind of, my name is Solana. My friends call me Sos for short, mm-hmm. which is like Sosa. But at the time, Chief Keef had just came out and it was, he was like Sosa. And it was mm-hmm. crazy. Like, I can't be Sosa also. So. AZ was Sosa too. Was he? Yeah. I was AZ. Do you mean like do 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 do? Az, az the visual. The az. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, um, I love the trailer too. By the way, I thought that was genius. Just having resonant voices. Because you know, as a as an older guy, I think scissor. That's what I automatically think. Resonant and all that stuff. So it just it was a correlation that made sense. People clown me for that for so long. They were like, "Bitch, you not in Wu Tang? They do. Yeah, it was crazy. They're like, you not a Wu member? Who are you? Now, now on Love Galore. That's another dope record. You're, you're scolding a man for being with you when he got a woman. And I was listening to it saying, you know it takes two, right? What do you mean? It oh, takes if two. If you know. Yeah, she's saying she. a lot of times she From the know. record, it seemed like she you knew. You're real honest. You're real honest. Um, mm-hmm. So, basically, it's one of those casual situations where you see a dude in public, and he's always trying to, like, be cool with you or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be, and... He won't admit that he has a girlfriend. Everyone told you he has a girlfriend. Your own eyes kind of make you feel like he has a girlfriend. But then, like, you, it's just like, what is this? Yeah. Like, it, it's annoying, but it's also like, all right, whatever. So the song is more so about, like, when I said your crew, know your crew better than you do. So this is speaking in the same sense of the dude telling call me. You. Yeah. Telling because I know your friends. Like, I do your friends' laundry. I've cooked for your friends. I know you niggas. Yeah. So I'm just like, so, and, and I'm just saying like, this is, it just be like that. It sounds, sometimes dudes are wild foul. And, and, you, say, and, and, and you say, why bother me when you know you don't want me? Why? Right. It's because you, you letting them hit. No, but how do you know if it's about hitting? It's about, you might want the idea of me. The video was very sexy, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, was I was like, orgy? look at SZA all... <laughs> how was that orgy call? What he called us and said, hey, your man's here doing the orgy. Like, how, like, how, how was that Oh my God. Like, Yo, I, it like, was, so it had it slipped out. Them. It slipped. He, it was an accident. It does not slip out. Yeah, that doesn't no. what he was doing. It yeah. slipped. No, it no, he was on something like, oh my god. I was like, are you guys having a good time? And he was like, oh my god, Lonnie, we're having such a good time over here. We're at this mansion and we're having. And it just it did slipped not, out. That did doing. not slip out. It yeah. slipped out. No, I think he was like definitely that, on something as well. Oh, so he was in a very good mood. And these are like very. All these bitches. Damn it, man. And that's how that happened. And I was like, oh, wow. Except it's crazy. So crazy. It's like an amazing time. Like, <laughs> Have you ever cheated, SZA? Oh, uh, um. <laughs> you talk about it throughout the album. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yes, but I feel like. I'm justified yeah, for, the reasons, yeah. for the reasons. For the, for the reasons at hand. And I honestly, like, if, if a dude is not treating you as his girl. If he's, who knows if he's claiming you in every circle. If he's having orgies. Who knows if he's having orgies. <laughs> having orgies. Who knows if he's even considering you in the same way that you're seeing him as a man. Who, like you're not his girl in his brain. So did I cheat on anyone? Because you didn't have a girl. Is that you how you rationalize she looks at yeah. it? If I was you were telling people, that as a man, you told, like, you told everyone you didn't have a girl. Who? And you told me you didn't have a girl. No, no, that's your guilt talking again. I wasn't talking to you. No, I wasn't talking to you. I would never. No, I, just... are, you, are you seeing somebody now? Huh? 
Oh, um, um, um. For the sake of this album, no. <laughs> Lord knows, no. I uh, I was trying to explain what my seeing someone situation, right? I feel like right now I'm very I'm in a space where I've never been in this place before in my life, and I don't know anything about myself. So I'm learning about myself. I'm learning about, and honestly, I think I was in a lot of these unhealthy relationships because I didn't have enough self love like built up. Mm-hmm. So, and I found when I fixed the way I felt about myself, like, these situations didn't happen to me anymore. Like, I haven't dealt with a trife dude in mm-hmm. so long. Mm-hmm. Like, in so long. And, I, and I'm super blessed and grateful for that. But I I do know it's about what you tolerate, what you tolerate, what you... Right. Or even what you believe in, what you, you want to hold on to. You can't be scared to be lonely, like you said. You can't be scared to be lonely, mm-hmm. but you also can't be afraid to, like, let your pride go. Because he could do all these things and because your homegirls say, don't mess with him, you don't want to mess with him anymore. Mm-hmm. But... You can't You're lonely now. Like, this makes no right. sense. Like, mm-hmm. you still love him. He still loves you. Like, these things are workable. People are human beings. People grow. People change. Anything is possible. So it's like, it's kind of just in a realm of, I don't know, I'm just chilling. You can't trust just guys me. at this point in your in your career, though. No, because, no, absolutely Because you're not. sexy now. You done got all sexy and glowed oh God, up on him. You. you got an mm-hmm. album coming out. People know you about to blow. <laughs> Somebody out here going to try to trap you. I cannot. I simply cannot. Now, I like I'm no, untrappable. You're untrappable. <laughs> all right, you say that so somebody accidentally took that condom off. Oh. Now listen, I like um. You were classy for like forty minutes, <laughs> and I was like, "Wow, this is going so well. crazy." I like, I like, I like normal girl too. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I almost took that off. Really? Yeah. I feel like that's what you was talking about a little while ago. Because t- tell me if I'm wrong, because my interpretation might be different. But it sounded like the you were waiting for a man to get his shit together and make an honest woman out of you. No. Okay. If you're saying normal girl, if you're saying you love the way I pop my top, love how I lose my cool, love how I look at you. Saying, like, I be wilding and you love that shit. So mm. I'm a headache, I'm stressful, and it's just the way I am, but I'm also fun as hell, and we're going to do this for as long as you want to do it. Mm. That's all that is. So, and But saying normal girl, like, feeling like I've always wanted to be, I feel like the dudes that I ended up dating were always dating, like, this, like, archetype, where it was, like, several degrees, very aristocratic, like, very, like super conservative and reserved with like a mean press out and like very <laughs> like just something press very out. crazy and nice skin and drink hella water and like mm-hmm. a lot of credentials and I I don't know it's a long list yeah you but thought about this one <laughs> like, yeah. but it's true like for those are the kind of girls like and I don't know why I always end up dating dudes that date like the craziest of women and I think like on the positive scale um so that was me feeling like like, though, these are normal girls to you. This, this is what you consider a normal girl. I wish I was a normal girl because I'm not, I'm not organized. I don't make sense a lot of times. And again, <laughs> I'll be wilding, but I am fine. So it's just that. You be wilding. What you, you said that three times. What does you be wilding mean? Not like, like that, but I'm some like, like, I adventure really hard and I play really hard. So, like, I went to Mexico, got hit by a car, hmm? but continued my trip, had a fantastic time. <laughs> But it, we were racing. No, <laughs> no. Nah, nah, what? They come out with them guns. You gonna walk away from whatever happened to you because you don't want to be caught up in no mess. Mm-hmm. And I, I was just racing with my friend on some motorcycle, and, and she hit like a back street, and I was trying to cut her off, and I couldn't. So I went around, and then this taxi just came and side swiped me, and I just I was in a G string coming from the beach. Right. All of a sudden, all these police just came with like very large guns and they were screaming. I'm okay. <laughs> I just paid a thousand dollars a bounce. That was it. Oh, yeah, it was my yeah, life. Yeah, Even yeah. though I got hit, I was yeah. just limping. I'm just like, it's all cool. I don't even care. Thank you so you much for having me. 
Yeah, no, I had my ankle, my arm, my scrapes, uh, my rib, and then I had like Montezuma's revenge the next day. Oh, diarrhea. <sighs> For nine hours. It was oh my goodness. You was drinking so the crazy, son. No, I drove to uh, Playa del Carmen. I was in Tulum. Oh, and I, I just went there. Were you fat Isn't so at this time? I was in the, I was what do they call it? The Sinop- And first of all, fat is a very offensive word. Don't say that. Tell them, what do you want me to say? Don't call anybody fat. What do you want Big? You look at all those other adjectives you had. In your rolling deck, just prepared. <laughs> oh, so other than fat. So you was medium size. I'm just trying to imagine you medium size sitting on the toilet. Diarrhea. I was larger than I am now. <laughs> I was in the cenotes. I had a great time. Ah, I love the cenotes. I, but I didn't get sick. I didn't get sick in Tulum. It was fine. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to do water sports because I'm extra. And I drove into Playa del Carmen. And yeah, I was having a great time. My mouth was open and I was just screaming, like having a great time in the jet skis. And I just. Some, why wouldn't somebody. a guy like that? That sounds like fun, especially if you're paying for it. Because I also got him hit on a car. <laughs> in Mexico? Yeah. Hold on, you got him hit too? Yeah, he was on the back of the car. On the back of the bike with you? Yeah, but like... But that's what he get for being I like to race. on the back of a bike. Yeah, I like to race. That's what he get. He should have been driving the bike. What the hell are you on the back of the bike? Why can't a woman drive the bike? First I mean, that's of all, fine, I but... drive better. I'm not going to risk this race for you. Just hang on. Yeah. And we are. Enjoy the ride. You're a little crazy. Maybe oh, my hit. God. Crazy. Are you still writing for other people? Oh, my God. Um, I think I'm, like, ready now. I don't think I was ready before when people were asking me to write mm-hmm. because I'd never written for anybody before. But now I think um, I'm kind of developing. I think everybody has a different way that they communicate with the world and via music in general. And I had to figure out the way that I communicated with the world and what my, like, form of musical communication was. And I think before I could really write for someone with confidence, and now I, you know, it's like you have to find a style. Mm -hmm. It's like, if you don't have a style, then you're kind of writing for other people with them in mind. Like, what would you say? But I think honesty and, you know, all those words come from a place that counts for everybody. Like, it's about how you know everybody, not just how you know you. So I just had to figure out what my style was, how I communicate, what I feel, what I know, like, and just streamline it in some way, but like keep it, I don't know, I just had to learn more about myself before I could write for other people. Mm-hmm. I'm ready now. Is, is, is that your grandma or your mom giving you advice That's about the album? That's my granny and my okay. mom, actually. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. I, I thought it was two different people. Yeah. They sound like they G's. Like, they are G's. <laughs> I have the best family in the world, and I'm sure everyone has a beautiful family. Right. They <laughs> were giving you like a lot of advice on guys. You tell them everything? Like, um, I never, what's crazy is I spent my whole life not asking my mother about Men and I, or asking my grandmother and or asking my father. Nobody talked to me about or my sister about men my entire life. And I think I had more focus on activities or what I wanted to do. <clears throat> and my so did my family. Like they never talked to me about aesthetic or being attractive or which I like resented when I got older because I'm like, damn, I wish somebody just put me on on how to like polish up like every now and again when I really wanted to I was an athlete exactly and I ran track they just put them in sports yeah you ain't got time for boys you just practicing all day so we ain't got to have that kind of little ashy athlete oh no yeah definitely still an ashy athlete um I don't know I think so the weight gain had to be harder because you had a gymnast so you was always thin I, well, I was muscular I was buff right. I'm, I was very like I was very heavy even as a gymnast I'm, and I ran track so I have like very say, hey what'd you win 100, 200 mm-hmm. me too I, um, <laughs> I have very like dense quads and mm-hmm. a lot of like muscle memory so that packed on with like eating <laughs> and everything else was just like very heavy and very difficult to get off because 200 feels 
like 220 when you have like muscle right. or anything else involved. It was crazy. Was it a lot of stress eating? Yes. I love eating when I have shit on my mind. I just like, I'm bored. I want to eat. I'm... I'm sad. I want to eat. I'm happy. Let's eat. Like it's just now we can go shopping. Exactly. Let's like. shop and eat. So, <laughs> so with your with your man or, or, or your your prior man, you are very competitive. Like you compete on everything when it comes to your man. No. No. With my man. Yes. Or for my both. Why, why you say that? I mean, because you're an athlete, so that's what you basically been trained to do. So no matter what it is with your man, you got to be better. I'm gonna make you come first. <laughs> Nobody went. No That's woman a guess, went, okay? It always goes that way. No you woman wants up. that, okay? That a real way. man lets but, you come first. But you don't ever let him win. Oh, my God. My mother's going to see this. She definitely told me after Love Girl, she said, don't do that shit no more. This counts as that shit. <laughs> this whole conversation, I'm not listening. But go ahead. Um, yes, I am. I'm very competitive, and I can't help it. It's weird. I didn't even know that. I like just. Realize that with men because, but it's exciting. It's like healthy. It's like you slay, I slay, right. I slay you. Like now, come catch up, and then like we'll go back. It'll be like whatever. Like look what I got. I got new this. You got new that. It's just it's fun. And it's I fun. guess tracking and, and being a gymnast is really a one on one competition. It's not like a you know. It's weird. It, like it is, and it's not because mm-hmm. it's like you have to represent your group. Mm-hmm. You have to not embarrass the people that you with. But it's like and. If you shine too hard, people don't like you, and then right. you kind of like out your group, mm-hmm. and then it's like life, really. Right. But it's like your points and your details and the, everything that you prepared for is like for right now, but it also reflects on a whole like of humanity and society. Yeah. And I don't know, just don't play yourself. Why, why was um Drew Barrymore an inspiration to you? Because you got the record, and then she she bigged you up. She, I, I think it was her. you was on Kimmel, right? What yeah. You on? yeah, I did play Kimmel, and then she went on Fallon or something, mm-hmm. and said. Um, she's so nice. She's amazing. But why she's an inspiration to you? For you to do a whole so, record named after her. A whole three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, I think when she came out, there was something very interesting. Or when I was younger, like, I feel like all the actresses of that time, like, or all the white actresses of that time, like the Nicole Kidmans and, like, the Michelle Pfeiffers and the, like, the very, like, you know, like, polished so polished, like the hands look like you remember, like cartoon hands yes. and like Cruella Deville, like but they look like that. Mm-hmm. Or even Glenn Close, like Glenn Close wasn't like the epitome of, you know, textbook beauty in Fatal Attraction, but she was still white and blonde and wore all white yeah. and like angelic, like this was the idea. And with Drew, it was just kind of like she's quirky, she has crooked teeth, she has a belly laugh, like she really laughs from here. It's a giggle. It's like she has a lisp. I have a lisp. Like she's made me feel I related to her characters a lot. Like she had whenever. an incredible life growing up too. Like as I a didn't young even know child. that. Yeah. Yeah, she and beat drugs. She was on drugs real bad. She at was one like point. a child star going to parties and doing all kinds that. of crazy stuff when she was really she was young. E. T. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. It just made me feel I'm a goofy like person and I think I attach to all, I love living single for the same reason. Like attaching to Khadija or Sinclair, <laughs> like for those cause they're hella goofy and that's just how I get down. Like it's just it's just a Yeah, I was gonna ask if you had any black female like yeah, tons. Felicia yeah, yeah. Rashad, tons of those. It's just a matter of when I think of movies and like, I'm thinking of usually like fashion, hair, and energy for movies and like visual, like what inspires me. So when I think of like Drew Barrymore, I think of what Poison Ivy and when she's swinging on that swing mm-hmm. and like her hair to the side and like she's kind of in a dark place, but she's like kind of sad. She's lonely. She wants more. She's with this 
girl that seems to have a perfect life, mm-hmm. who's also rather boring, and she's over her life too. But like it's weird. She's like dysfunctional, on some weird sexual deviant shit. Like she's just weird. So it just made me feel like this dark beat. And my friends make everything from scratch. So when they play the chords and like all that, it just kind of builds, and you start to see. A show in your head. Did you grow up around a, a lot of white people in Jersey? I did. Is that is that why Shout you kind of Maplewood? New yeah. Jersey. <laughs> is, 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 is that, that kind of why your your images of beauty are like the white women? I guess. Wait, what makes you think my images of beauty are white women? I'm just saying you said you was. I named one song after a white woman. Very mixed environment. If my images of beauty were after white women, my hair would not be textured. <laughs> no. But you've grown. <laughs> like, I am. Yeah. No, I um. No. I think if anything, growing up around white people just uh, made me under like just see different facets of what mm-hmm. I've seen. All kind of white people. I think if it comes to the loving, warm, accepting, I've seen some ignorance in all shades. I've seen some hate. I've seen some really sad things. I've seen support in all colors and shades. So I just, I think if anything, it just kind of. I've had a weird experience, like even in gymnastics, like my hair doesn't slick back like y'all's. Like the spray glitter don't look the same. Mm-hmm. I have a different build, like you know, black girls are just built different. Like Absolutely. I have body, like I'm on this team, and I'm and I'm still small because I'm a gymnast, but I'm kind of shapely, and I'm in a leotard, and my legs are out, and it's like it's a different experience for mm-hmm. me. So I think, and in my Girl Scout troop, like being the only black girl, it was more so. I don't know. I've had I had a beautiful experience. I've had some learning experiences. Mm-hmm. I've had some unfortunate experiences with white people. Did that could that contribute to your insecurity at all? Um. No, I don't think white people in particular contributed to my insecurity. I think society, myself, and the way that... I think uh, self-love is a very weird thing to try to teach your kids Mm -hmm. because it's kind of led by example only. Like, and they kind of pick up on it and absorb it. And, like, my parents are so, like, they're corporate and accomplished and, like, all these other things. I don't know. Like, we just didn't really... I never really took time to build my confidence mm-hmm. at all, like ever. So I think, I don't know. And my homegirls, like I was very, I was also very comfortable like being the meek, like, I don't know, like the goofy one, like I'm I'm the friend. Like <laughs> I was I was always okay like being that. And my friends were so beautiful and they dressed well and like they would give me pointers and like comb my baby hair and mm-hmm. whatever else they felt like dressing me up in for the day. But I think... The insecurities just came from like, I don't know. It's just the way I was built. I think I've always been that way. When I was a gymnast, yeah. Well, I mean, I think who's good now? Who's like who's one hundred percent good now all the time? I think I'm very happy with the way my life is shaping. I feel very blessed. I'm super happy to not be um, as unhealthy as I was before. I'm happy that I feel like I have a choice when I see pasta. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um. How you feel about the I album? It was a bad day. I don't know. I don't know. I was what really you happy you when you know. said it was good. I was really happy when you said it because I was like, really? Um, I mean, I've tried to. We have this backup plan, right? To where what? if I this backup plan, backup plan, me and me and Sage made a backup plan to where if I couldn't, if I couldn't like handle releasing the album because I didn't like it, that I would release a photo of me listening to the album and just explain that I finished it, explain what it's all about, and then just like. Leave it at that. It's like that with art, though. Once you create it, it's almost just up for public consumption now. Like, you do your best work, and then you got to release it to the it, public. But when do you know when it's your best work? And that was my issue. I mm. think a matter of, like, I think when I was younger, I was very quick and excited to be like, like, 
I'm special. Like, mm-hmm. I'm good at this. I'm this, this, and that. But, like, when you get older, you start to realize how small you are in the world. And you're not, like, all of us are special, but none yeah. of us are more special than the other, like, mm-hmm. at all. But, and it's just, it's just interesting. Like, it's very humbling. It's very, and then it's weird. It's a fine line between humbling and, like, crippling. Because it's, mm-hmm. like, when you realize that you're not the shit or, like, you're not, you know, everything you think you are, but there's a lot of room to grow. It's very inspiring and exciting, but it's also, like, have I done enough growing yet to go back in the world? Like, am I prepared to be in this place? And I think that's kind of where I was. My father would album. always say, you're never as good as they say you are, and you're never as bad as they say you are. I like that. That's that just the mentality you. to have. So and you definitely the... putting this album out. There's no listening to it. Picture. No, it's gone now. When you told me you heard I mean, it, I'm like, shit. I'm going to put it out. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to put it out. <laughs> <laughs> you can't put it out. Listen, I can't really like it. Thank you. I do like it. I think it's dope. Mm-hmm. Um, tw- women, tw- are gonna, women are going to love this album. Because I, t- I told you, I felt like a lot of emotions when I was listening to it. Because there's a lot of situations that we've all been in. Mm-hmm. And not too many songs that we have that we can relate it to. Mm-hmm. I'm an R&B. What's the date This Friday. This Friday. Okay. I'm an R&B head. Like, I love Erica Badu. I love Floetry. Like, I love Marsha Ambrosius as a solo artist. I love Jill Scott. I love oh, Solange. I love Amy Winehouse. So this is kind of, this is in that vein. Mm-hmm. Now, the 20-somethings is the perfect anthem, too, I think, for, for a lot of 20-somethings. Just trying, <laughs> just trying to figure it out. I feel that way. That was an exercise, a writing exercise. You, is that a constant struggle? Are you looking um, forward to the 30s? Or are you just ooh, working shit. it out now? I don't know. I feel rushed. Punch. Take your time, girl. When Punch is <laughs> mad at me, he just tells me I'm 30. <laughs> to just when to make me feel bad, like to just be like, what do you what? mean? What? I know it's terrible when you tell when I feel he's mad at me and he feels like I'm being immature. Like he just be like, dude, you 30. And it'll just be like, wow, this is terrible. I can't believe you just said that. No, he said that to hurt my feelings to make me feel. You got to be more mature. Right. He's saying, like, I need to get up. But I think um, my 20s have been the most, like, violent, (laughs) weird experience. Violent? Violent doesn't have to mean physical violence. It doesn't have to mean blood, gore, guts, the literal. It could be violent. You've never felt like something is jolting, like, emotionally abrasive. It's like it's been visually abrasive, I think, for right now, for anyone who's in their 20s and watching the state of the world in their teens and their any age is on some whole other shit right now. It just feels crazy. So I think my 20s has just been a lot of learning. Like, and I'm sure I have quite a bit to go before yes, 30, but by 30, I'm trying to chill. Like, be on some zen, like... You got to get all your... Get a farm. Get, don't, don't take this the wrong way, but you have to get all your hoeing out before 30. Like and any, any, I thought that's when it starts. No, no, you got to get what? it out. Be- you got to get it out before no. thirty. No, it says that you do it I don't know. 20s. You do whatever you my want. My aunt, no, my aunt. You do whatever you want. My aunt called me and was just like, "I'm finna go see this man." And really? this is not. I mean, she's not. She's so conservative. She's not like, "What are you talking about?" Uh huh. <laughs> but and but it made me. She's just like she's comfortable and, and confident and established and paid. Like so, she's just doing what she wants. So I just thought older women just be doing. Whatever. Well, your album is very confident and very in control. So that's a good sign. Are you going on tour? I am. Thank God, finally. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of singing the same songs. I feel like I'm bored with my own music. Mm. Um, but I'm finally, I'm going and I'm going to rehearse. And I'm really excited this time. I think last time with tour, I didn't know what I was doing. I never performed live. I never even knew that I sang full voice. That was an accident that I found out on tour, which is how this album kind of came around with the sound. Like, not knowing that I was singing in falsetto or in a much lower tone. Mm-hmm. When you're live with a loud ass band, you have to like yell over them in order to hear yourself, et cetera. So I don't know that kind of like blend. We don't know what you're talking about, but somebody she's else learning. Does. She's learning, and she she's saying what she's learning. Either <laughs> that's because a lot of people it. might not know that because I didn't know. Are you with me, 
No, I just talking about tour. That's all. Is Let's it true you stopped wearing your hijab after nine eleven? You just wear um, that is semi true. Yes, I read that somewhere. No, yeah. So, um, my parents, my mother's Christian and my father's Muslim. Mm-hmm. So, I would wear my hijab whenever. My mom was very supportive. Like, I went to Muslim prep school on Fridays. I went to Juma with my dad, and I felt very. My dad kind of ran my household, so. That's just kind of the way everybody went. But I still would go to church with my mom every other Sunday or et cetera because my dad is understanding and a human being. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. When 9-11 happened, it was just like, I don't know. Like, it became a thing, and I didn't know it was a thing. Like, kids were very, like... Cruel, I'm sure. Yeah, and they were very sure about the way that they felt mm-hmm. about me or about the religion or, or about Islam or, like, the idea. And as kids... They thought it was like a very separate thing. Like you don't believe in God, you believe in Allah. When like the exact, it's literally the translation. Like it just means God. That's it. It's another word. And I think um, kids being kids paired with fear and ignorance, and like that was a very traumatizing thing that happened to all of us. Like as a kid, we had to sit down and have an assembly. Like and everybody talked about that. So it's like in hindsight, it pains me to see all this like Islamophobia growing and like snowballing and all the bandwagoning because I know the damage that that can like really cause and where that comes from it comes from a place of ignorance and fear not Mm -hmm. from a place of I don't even know you don't nobody wants to be that hateful or that but nobody wants to be that scared either so it's just like I don't know do you feel the need to speak out or do you think like the label might be like hey you know what maybe not right now what my label would never do that right. they, would not, they would never Picture do that I, I um I happen to be on a label of real niggas <laughs> as well there like they, they don't um they support they support anything that's real and true and um I think because somebody like you standing up and you know like embracing your faith right now could really help the community help the Muslim community yeah but I also some don't other young Muslims going through that I agree. I also want to be careful about the way that I represent my community or the Muslim community because I have so much respect and so much reverence. Mm -hmm. And I know that I don't live by my deen. So you wouldn't do that just to make a statement? Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like I can support Mm -hmm. people in uh, in every way. I can, and I don't, I also don't feel like I'm not allowed to wear a hijab. Like, I feel like. You just have to be authentic. Exactly. So I'm not going to jump out the window and, like, start a mosque tomorrow. But I definitely feel like if there are any. Anyone that needs to like talk or hang or feel reinforced, and I have no problem wearing a hijab. I've picked out new ones recently. Like I'm very comfortable. I'm just comfortable, and I, I love everyone, and I want everyone to feel not afraid. I feel like educating some of these younger kids before they turn into crazy ass bullies that snatching off your hijab in the hallway mm-hmm. like can help too, in, in a positive, friendly way. I don't know. Did it affect you in a way? Cause you was kind of choosing like, I guess, fear over faith. Yeah. Yes. That affects your relationship with God. That affects the way you process um, goodness. It's Yes, that was a very interesting thing. I think a lot of things, it's weird, like religion when you're young versus religion when you're older. It's shaped by your parents, the relationship with the church, the people in the church, et cetera. Like, and when I say church, I mean any denomination that right. has a congregation. So I'm just thinking about, I don't know. It took me a long time to like fall out of fear and like kind of fall into faith but it's weird i got into christianity afterwards Mm. to learn and not because i was afraid of islam but just because i spent like a lot of my childhood running from like the issues with my dad and that represented islam at the time for me and 
plus 9-11, plus everything else. It was just like, I just want to try something else. Like, I just want to, like, what be a different person. Have, what issues did you have with your dad? Um, My dad is very stern. My dad is very stern, and he's very, he doesn't mince words, and he doesn't renege on things that he says. And sometimes, you know, I don't know. I think my dad was just growing at the same, my parents were growing at the same time that I was growing, and I'm sure they wanted more for me Initially, they were afraid that I wouldn't have enough or that I wouldn't be enough. And I don't know. I think my dad was just, I get it. I get it. He was really going hard on some whole other shit, but I, I'm not afraid of anything. Stern, thankfully. protective dad. Didn't want you in the music industry. Oh, he didn't care about, didn't that. Care about that. It's it's so backwards. He didn't want me on roller coasters, didn't want me like <laughs> inventing and doing like random things, but wanted me to go to school. Wanted me, it's not that the, it wasn't the music industry that he didn't want. It was more so he wanted me to do something with my life. Mm-hmm. And he felt like he wasn't sure if being in music was like doing something with my life, but but now he is. Yeah, he's down. He's so, so and he calls me. And he's I like, bet I like he this is. song. I love this. I'm like, thanks. He's gonna be mad when he hear the whole album now. Uh-oh. Yes, he is. Oh no! <laughs> he's be like, I'm not even singing about me and from my perspective in every no, song. No, no, don't try to switch it up because okay. Daddy might be watching. You think they're gonna ask don't. you questions? <laughs> you think they're gonna talk to you about it and ask you questions since you said your mom never really addressed certain things about relationships? You think now is is gonna be like? What you mean, real niggas don't deserve girl, pussy? What were you going through, baby girl? What going no, <laughs> no, I talked to mom. It's funny. My mom is now like when I do, I do talk to her about like men and the way I feel now, and she's very like. She wants me to just be patient and, like, be loving and understanding, but also, like, not take no shit. I don't know. It's weird. I'm not very an advice person, like, from my homegirls. Like, I don't talk about men with my friends. Mm-hmm. But we hang out and mm-hmm. have fun. But I'm not really like that. Like, I kind of just keep those kind of thoughts to myself. Well, explain now I'm tired for you get out of here because I can tell you got to pee. No, I just, you know what's crazy? I'm very, like, fidgety, and my legs are the most, like, fidgety part of me. So I always, like, adjust them. And I want to sit with my legs folded, but I can't, and this chair is short. Are you in the yoga? Yeah, yeah, I like to stretch a lot. I stretch a lot every day. It's weird. So so control. Yeah. What's that mean? Well, it's a live concept. Mm -hmm. It's more so, um, when I first think about control, like the computer computer key, I think about sneaking up into my parents' attic to wait for the dial-up to, like, Work even though I'm banned from the phone and banned from the computer. Like you might be thirty, scissor. You make a lot of old. Dial up AOL. Dial up AOL. You never had AOL and AIM. How you? You might be over thirty. You're crazy. I'm twenty six. Twenty six. If I was literally, there's Twitter and AIM and Instagram. All that came in the same of my lifetime. So like I was here before Twitter. I was here before real internet. Like before it was like a whole World Wide Web. And she was just young at the time. Oh, yeah. But mm-hmm. I mean, I was just on Juno and, like, Googling random things. Like, that's what any of us were doing on the internet back then. It's not shit else to look at. Like, let me just Google what else this look like. Bang Bros. What's that? Don't listen Bang to him. That's a porn site that he Bang was Bros. Was great. Uh, oh. <laughs> he used to ride around in that little van and just r- walk up to random girls and try to get them to have sex. Oh, my God. Oh, it was great. great. <laughs> huh? See? That's I terrible. No, no, no. Huh? <laughs> no. <laughs> Roll up in a creepy van and ask <laughs> women for sex. Girls in the van. <laughs> okay. But did you um, control? I'm sorry. Did you explain control? Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. okay. That control. Control. There. <laughs> control is a concept. It's just I. I've just lacked control in my whole life, and I think I've craved it my whole life, and mm-hmm. I couldn't really arrive at it. And now I'm not really looking to arrive at it anymore. I'm just happy to be present, and then trying to. It's weird. If you try to control a future moment, it's impossible. 
And there's no such thing as control anyway. It's just a concept. It's a word. It's a fantasy. That's real. And But if you focus on controlling like the way you feel in the now and what you do with the now, I feel like it leads to having true control in the future. I don't know. It's a theory. I'm going to figure out if that means anything. Well, we like watching you figure it out. The album is really dope. I'm not. I'm, I'm not just Friday. saying that. It's really. It's a really good album. Thank you. Really great album. And we appreciate you. You should for be proud us. of yourself, Scissor. Thank you. There we go. Yes. All right. Well, there you have it. It's Scissor. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Every weekday morning. Tune in. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.